Welcome to the Self-Love Letters for Everyday Superhero Show. I am your host, Sacred Walker, founder of the Self-Love for Everyday Superheroes Academy and the Kumba Health International Institute and founder of this amazing podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you like, subscribe, connect, because I want to make sure that you have up-to-date updates of what is to come. Today, we have something really special for you guys. We're always hearing questions about how to manage time. And if you're bringing your vision out there, what to do next, right? Maybe you start something new, you have a vision, whether it's a side hustle or you're running a full-fledged business, and you want to create systems that don't feel like they're just adding more time and money into what you have to do so that you can really take your time and your freedom back. So today we have Krista Grasso with us today. Krista Grasso is a go-to strategic planner, system expert for online businesses when they want to scale. She is known as the business optimizer. Krista has the ability to cut through noise and provide clarity on the core things that will make the biggest impact to scale a business simply and scalably and sustainably. She is the founder of the Lean Out Method and creator of the Lean Business Scaling System and host of the Lean Out Business podcast. And we're so excited to have her on the show today. So make sure that you like, you subscribe, you stay connected. And as you are taking a deep dive today, know that we are building on this for educational purposes. So if you need additional support to support your mind, body, spirit, well-being, so that you can put self-love and self-care at front and center for your success as the visionary leader, you can connect on over to selfloveforsuperheroes.com. That's selfloveforsuperheroes.com. All right. So we're about to take a deep dive, and I want you to go ahead to welcome the one, the only, Krista Grasso to the show. Welcome, Krista. Good to see you. It's so good to see you. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Long time. Welcome back. Good to see you on our show. Good to have you. I just gave you all the hype. <laughs> well deserved. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about how amazing you are and how you just have the ability to, from personal experience, help people to really fine tune so that it doesn't feel like it sucks when you're just trying to take your time and freedom back when you're trying to bring out something new. And a little fun fact about you is that, do you have something about right brain, left brain that you want to tell the audience? <laughs> tell us a little bit more. <laughs> Absolutely. I am one of those really weird people where I am 50% right brain, 50% left brain. So I'm really highly creative. I'm your typical visionary ideator, but at the same time, I'm really structured. And mm. I really like structure and systems. Mm -hmm. And it's this weird balance where I feel like for most of my life, I felt like I did not fit in anywhere. When I was with the creatives, I was way too planning and way too structured for them. <laughs> and then when I was with the very structured people, I'm way too creative and out of the box thinker. But it took me a long time where I realized that is my superpower. The ability to blend the two of those together is part of what makes me me and I think part of how I'm able to help both groups of people with the other side that might not be their natural strength. Mm, that makes perfect sense. And that would explain why I feel like you got me so much, you know, just to be able to deep dive in because that can be a real challenge as someone who gets your vision 
and also takes time to really look at, okay, yeah, you think you got it, but really let's look at what strategy you put together and let's really dig it deeper so that it can really be simplified. So hallelujah for those who are tuning in, for Krista joining. So glad, so glad, so glad. Okay, so before we deep dive, we always start this show off with a question um, because as you know, we are focused in on all kinds of goodness, um, self-love and self-care. And I happen to believe that when your vision aligns, that's when it really can skyrocket hand in hand with you taking care of yourself. So I have a question for you. If you could say, because you're talking about your superpower, if you can say there was a song that would describe something that you overcame, like something that you trudged through, you know, (laughs) and showed up in life anyway, what would be a song that would almost be like a self-love letter to Krista that can describe you? Okay, this is going to sound really weird, but this has been my favorite song since the 80s, and it's nothing but a good time from Poison. (laughs) Because I'm a little obsessed with Brett Michaels. (laughs) But I do, to me, I mean, there's been so many things that I've overcome in my life, as we all have. And to me, it always comes back to, are we doing what fuels us? Are we Mm. doing what makes us happy? Are we giving ourselves the space to actually have a good time? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what we're faced Mm -hmm. with externally, what we're Mm -hmm. faced with in our lives. I feel like it's our perspective that we bring to it. And we could always find a way to have a good time and find the beauty and even the most challenging things. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of those over the years, but Mm -hmm. I keep coming back to like nothing but a good time. How can I find Mm -hmm. the silver lining in this or the magic in whatever lesson I Mm -hmm. I need to learn in this experience? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that speaks, that song speaks so much to my experience of you. It's like, okay, how can we tease this out? Where does this come from? And it's interesting. I always liked bringing it back to the body. It's like the body will tell you something is off here. You have that nagging feeling pulling on your guts or something is swirling in your mind and you're like, okay, this is off. And when that magic aligns, what ease that brings to the mind, body, spirit. So I just want to just celebrate the fact that you're bringing in some poison. And I also happen to love poison myself. (laughs) I definitely had a little cabbage patch moment when you said that, you know, so if you were to say like, you know, when you're thinking and digging deep and working with people, you know, and I had the good fortune of being able to go through your lean out method process and just really see, oh my gosh, there were so many parts. And as a result, we were actually able to launch the Limitless Leaders group coaching because of the work that was done with you, because you really helped to look at how do we fine tune the core genius. So tell us, what is a misconception that people have about being able to do all the things, whether you are a new business owner or seasoned, what is a misconception that people have about the ability to juggle all of life and have it turn out well? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How many hours do we have? Um, (laughs) (laughs) There are many. And when I really think about it, right, I think there's one overarching word that means so much to me, and it's the word intentional. And the reality is we all, every single one of us, no matter where you're from, no matter what you have, we have 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. So how can you be really intentional with what you invest your time and focus in so that you are getting the results that you want? And the beauty Mm -hmm. of creating our own business is that we get to create it the way that we want. We get to choose who we work with. We get to choose when we work. We get to choose how much we work. We get to choose what we sell, how we sell Mm -hmm. it. And sometimes I think it's easy to forget that. 
because there's all of these things that we see. Well, you've got to be on TikTok and you've got to be doing reels and you've got to be doing this and you have to this and you have to that. And if we let ourselves, we can get really distracted and make Mm -hmm. things really complex. But at the end of the day, I think it boils down to what do you want? What Mm -hmm. is that rich, fulfilled life for you? What is your vision? And how can you create something that's in alignment with that? And in the early days, you're experimenting. You don't know what you're going to like. You don't know what's going to stick. You don't know what other people are going to like. So sometimes you do kind of a little bit of all the things in the beginning. And that's okay as long as you're continuing to refine. You're continuing to lean things out. You're looking at, you know what? I thought I was going to like this. I really do not like this at all. I need to reimagine this. Or Mm -hmm. I thought this was going to be wildly successful and it just didn't Mm -hmm. land. There's something I need to shift in this. Maybe it's the messaging or maybe this just really isn't the right offer for the group that I really want to work with. And so I think that it's okay to experiment and try different things. But I think over time, we want to keep refining and getting clearer and clearer on what it is that we want to focus on, who do we want to serve, how do we want to help them, and in which way do we want to structure our ecosystem within our life, within our business to be able to do that. And that to me just comes back to being really intentional, experimental, but intentional. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so kind of with that, you know, with that said, that's a gem dropper right there for anyone who is tuning in, right? How do we be intentional with our time, intentional with our energy? And so many people I hear, including myself, say that when they go into business, right? Like I get to create my own structure and my own time. And then all of a sudden, the very thing that brought you to stepping into business, in addition to whatever calling you have on your life, right? That sometimes tends to take over. And what we don't want to do is resent our calling, resent our business because we feel like it's all encompassing. So can you give us an example of a time that you've worked with an individual or a company and they came in with that feeling of, wow, I actually lost touch with my superpower, right? I I came into it excited, enthusiastic, feeling that magic. And now that magic is feeling like a gremlin in the back that I just want to run away from all the time. (laughs) Tell us a time where you saw that breakthrough happen and, and what part you played in shifting it. Oh, yeah. it's My client, Jen, comes to mind because I just love her story so much. And when we first started working together, she actually came to me because she was looking for somebody to help her with strategic planning. And as things most happen with any kind of business relationship, it's you start in one place and then things evolve over time. And what What came up in that planning session was we went into it with a very specific goal, but what came to light was she was doing a lot of shoulds, a lot of musts, a lot of things that she didn't love anymore. And not only did she not love what she was doing, but she was working all of the time. And so she was getting very close to that stage of burnout that I think a lot of us can face. And I know I've certainly gone through in the past. And so we looked at it and I just asked her and I said, Jen, why why do you have your day? Why do you have your schedule wide open so people can schedule meetings with you anytime so you feel like your schedule's not your own? Why do you work until seven and eight in the evenings? Why do you take meetings in the morning when you know you want to protect your mornings? And so we had a conversation about it. And I think sometimes people don't ever pause to even think, I don't have to do that. 
And it was kind of eye-opening to for her to realize, okay, I could shift my schedule. But of course, what came up for her is what comes up for most of us, which is the yeah buts. I mean, it would be really great. And I do want to protect my mornings and I do want to take Fridays off. But what if people can't meet in the afternoons? And what if I can only do this? And what if? And so all of those yeah buts came up. And so we just went through and we literally changed her schedule. We opened up her Calendly. <laughs> we lo- opened up her you know, Outlook and we looked at and said, how do we shift some of what you do into focus blocks? How do we clear your Fridays? How do we clear your mornings so you have that protected space for an early healthy start to the day and to work on the business? And then you do your meetings in the afternoon. And how often are you willing to give yourself the flexibility to say, you know what, I really want to work with this client. They can only do 9am. I'm going to say yes to them. How can we put some of those kind of boundaries and parameters in place? Mm -hmm. And it took us a little bit of time, right? You can't just wave a magic wand and all of a sudden have your schedule completely different and working a whole lot less. But I think it took about six weeks total, and that's it, to really look at once she committed to making those changes, how we could move things around in her schedule and how we could just really smart and strategically group together some of what she was doing in the times that she wanted to put them in so she was playing to her strengths. And it made such a difference. To this day, she still does not work Fridays. She still protects her mornings. And she's changed and simplified her entire offer suite. So she's actually doing what she wants to do instead of all of the things she feels like she needs to do. Mm, And that's powerful. And so, you know, what I'm hearing you speak into is just this intentionality around time, you know, just being really systematic and having that coaching to be able to really look at that in an intentional way. And for those who are listening, you'll be able to, in the show notes, get, I believe, free shipping for your planner if you're interested. So I'll make sure that I include that. So if you're really looking at, okay, how do I connect with Krista? That information is going to be below as well as being able to actually know how do I begin to plan out my time so I can implement some of that there's some support out there in tangible ways because I'm still a hard copy sister friend myself, you know? Um, And so, you know, for some people who are listening in, because I know the power of this and I also know the power of calling in boundaries, right? Now the dance of boundaries is so tricky when you're running a business and it's also impacting your bottom line. So tell us a little bit about how, as a result of that, how her relationship to money shifted when she began to take control over her time. Oh, yeah. Well, it was fascinating. I remember mm-hmm. because I've worked with her now for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I just, I consider myself part of her team because we've worked together for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but that very first year when she made that change, she started working a lot less. She made so many changes that had scared her that she didn't do for a long time because mm-hmm. she was worried about the impact that it would have financially. And she actually 3X'd her revenue that year. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, she actually had significantly higher profit margins too. Because sometimes higher revenue is a little misleading, but she actually had the profit to back that. Um, And she's continued Mm -hmm. to do that year over year. Mm -hmm. And I think the beauty in that is when you get more refined with your time, if you go from waking up and working until exhaustion every day, going to sleep and waking up and doing it all over again, which a lot of us get in that trap in business, versus saying, I am working specifically between this window of time each day, four days a week, you have to be more discerning with what you say yes to. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You have to be more intentional with what you commit mm-hmm. to because you've just cut your available time and your available energy down. And all of a sudden, it forces you to make the decisions that you probably always should have made. And when you do that, you put your time on the higher value things, the mm-hmm. higher ROI things, the things that bring more fulfillment. So you not only like what you do better, but you tend to bring in much more revenue or more profit because you are so intentional. You don't have a lot of waste. You're not wasting mm-hmm. your time on things that don't matter because every minute that you're working feels so important because you have less of them. So sometimes those constraints are a really beautiful thing. And it feels like I'm going to lose all this revenue and I'm going to just tank my business if I work less. Yet in doing so, you actually increase your revenue and your profit at the same time. Absolutely. And what I love about what you're doing and what you're speaking into around this intentionality is really investing in your worth, right? And I think that part is huge. I know, you know, years ago, my dad and I were talking and he's a businessman. And so, and he's also a minister. And we've talked about how are you looking at your hourly rate? If you show up, as this is my rate, and this is what I currently am working on, and this is what I could be working on, right? How can I begin to really see the worth in my hour? In my And that in and of itself can only but help your mental health, right? To show up with life and feeling like I am worthy of reaching for the stars and delegating some of that moon stuff that might be a different rate, right? Or looking at what your support team is and having you be a part of that team. I mean, how powerful is that? And so, you know, one of the things that comes up a lot are, you know, okay, so I'm beginning to uh, start this and then I want to be able to keep the momentum, right? Because now everyone is the go-to right? Speaking from experience as a, you know, originally a solopreneur now growing my team, it can feel like, oh my gosh, but everyone just wants, they don't think of Kumba Health or Limitless Leaders, they think of sacred, right? And so what is that relationship shift when someone who has a vision gets people begin to like them and the vision, and now they have to go to a place where some things need to get passed out to someone else? And some things get to be theirs. You know, do you have any suggestions or tips for people who are saying, but yeah, I am the baker, but yeah, I am the healthcare provider, but yeah, I am the nurse, I am the therapist. There's no way that I can pass on this thing to X, Y, and Z. What do you tell to folks who are thinking that that might be, that might be causing their mental health challenges right now? Oh my gosh, it's so common. And I've gone through this so many times in my own businesses over the years. I think we all do. And you go through it in multiple levels because what it really is, is it requires an identity evolution. Hmm. And for anybody who's ever had a job before, who's worked maybe in corporate or who worked, you know, for their life for somebody else, and then you switch to entrepreneurship, that is a really, really big identity evolution Mm -hmm. that takes people a long time to work through. But the one that I think people don't talk about enough is the question you just asked. Mm -hmm. And it's the identity evolution Mm -hmm. of everything being about you 
to you creating something bigger than you and having mm. other people that are helping to deliver it and bring it to life. Whether mm. it's a team that's supporting you behind the scenes mm. or whether you have a business model where you're putting other people out front to deliver what you do and people are hiring your company and other people instead of you. And that is a really hard transition and a really big identity evolution for people to make. But I think it comes down to legacy. It comes down to freedom, how much time you want, how much you want dependent on you. You are the thought leader within your business. You are the one who is bringing your brilliance and your expertise and your superpower into the world. Does it have to be you that delivers it? And a lot of times people think, well, nobody else could ever possibly have this background or this experience, this lived experience or learned experience to be able to deliver it in the way that I can or how I can. And that might be true, right? We're all, we all bring ourselves to the table and nobody else is quite like us. It's part of what makes us so special. But at the same time, if you could boil down what you do into a signature framework, into something that can be taught or mentored to somebody else, think about the mm. impact that you can make. Think about the legacy that you can leave by simply being able to influence and impact so many more people than having all of that be dependent on you. And sometimes we we need to give up the perfection and we need to give up the identity of it just being us in order to let somebody else do it their own way. And they're going to mm. bring their own lived experience and their own learned experience to the table too. And sometimes really magical stuff happens yeah. where they're able to build off of and expand and enhance what you've created and the thought leadership you've put out into the world. And so I think it just, it requires an identity evolution. It requires us saying, you know what? I want to impact more people. I want to be able to influence. And I realize that I'm putting a cap on it by having it just be me. How can I let go of some of that need to kind of control it and have it be exactly this way to let other people in? And if nothing else, even if you still want to be the one who delivers, how can you at least let people in behind the scenes to support you? So all you're doing is that thing that is your superpower, your zone of genius, as opposed to doing all of the other things um, that are keeping you from it. Absolutely. And this is where you know I, I really love what you're speaking into, where some of those people can be your spot checkers, the things that you might have missed. The things that if it was just you that you were controlling and holding on to it, that you would not be able to see in the shadows, right? And if those who are listening are going, well, I, you know, that's not me or, or I'm not, you know, then just for a moment, I want us to just hear the gem droppers that are coming from Krista right now, right? That if you have gone from, like she just mentioned, maybe working full time to becoming an entrepreneur or maybe you had some other personal life changes where I love what you just said, having an identity evolution, right? That this is the great reimagining season where people are shifting. And so now we're just saying, yes, you have this unique imprint that's on your life, that's on your heart, that makes and is your superpower. How can we make sure that business, that vision, that calling is so much bigger than you? Because I'm hearing you're helping people build, we're helping people build legacies, you know? So, so in that, in that vein, you know, if we've heard the identity evolution, how to navigate that, 
right? We've spoken into what does time look like and how you can shift your relationship to time with having a healthy relationship to setting boundaries so you can have some blocks for it. And we really also have spoken into how to release some control when perfectionism is really grappling, maybe making those systems stuck and suck, right? In a way that's really zapping your time and a sense of freedom. So what would you say would be some parting words that you would leave for someone who's listening to this and going, oh my goodness gracious, you are speaking exactly to me. You're like, you're totally speaking my language right now. That is exactly on point. What are some parting words that you would leave for listeners tuning in that are saying, yeah, I see it, but I just don't know the next step. What would be the next step that you would offer? Yeah, I think the absolute most important thing that you can have in your business is something I call a next level vision. I think you want to know where you're going because without that, you risk overworking, you risk spending mm-hmm. time on things that are out of alignment, you risk being very unfulfilled by what you're doing. And so I think you want a vision. And some people think, but I don't entirely know what I want. And that's okay because your vision evolves over time. But what do you see today? And what, when you look at your business, when you look at where you're putting your time, when you look at what you're selling, who you're working with, all of the different elements of your business model, is it in alignment with what you can see for your vision today? And if it's not, how can you get it in alignment? I want to kind of circle back that it is your business. It is your Mm -hmm. life. You Mm -hmm. get to make the choices. There are no musts and shoulds, no matter how much everyone can tell you that you have to be doing this thing or have to be doing that thing. People have found success in a million different ways, and you can find your own path to success as well. And I think what that looks like is unique to you, and it is rooted in the vision that you have. So I think that vision is the number one place to start. And then once you have that clarity, it really Mm. comes down to making sure that you're aligning what you do on a day-to-day basis and your business model to that vision. And Mm. if that's something that's challenging for you to do yourself, get support from someone else with that because there is nothing quite like somebody else asking you sometimes those prodding questions that make you realize, wait a minute, what I'm doing is not at all what I want to be doing. (laughs) Maybe it's time to change this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I say I'm ready to change this and I want to be connected to you, tell us how we can be in touch with you to connect more and go deeper to kind of get that alignment. Yeah, absolutely. If you head to leanoutmethod.com, you will find me and all of the things. Um, And if you head to leanoutpodcast.com, you will find a podcast where I talk about a lot of this uh, every single week. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I'm so glad that we got a chance to get this juicy nugget. And as we're closing, I'm hearing my spirit golden by Jill Scott. You know, I'm almost tempted to sing it out loud. If that was my key, I would. (laughs) But I'm definitely hearing a little bit of golden happening. And um, I just really want to celebrate you coming onto the show. Thank you so much for imparting your insight into how we can really create systems that do not suck so that we can have a different relationship to our time and a sense of freedom so that we can build that lasting legacy. Thank you so much for having me today.
Absolutely. Absolutely. So for those tuning in, do make sure that you like subscribe below, comment below, let us know what your thoughts are. Reach out to Krista connect, right? So that we can make sure that you continue to support your self-love, self-care and success. Because remember when she remembered who she was, the game changed. Thank you everyone for joining the self-love letters for everyday superheroes talk show today. So glad to have you.